shame about more people. Okay. Ready? No, it's interesting. Okay. So, welcome to book club. This month we have read Wild Life. Though I kept wanting to call it Wild Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Uh, by Richard Ford. Uh, Nat had to correct me. Because <laughs> I said wildfire. He's like, no, wild wildlife. Life. Yeah. Um, so, it's by Richard Ford. It was published in 1990 as a... It was like in the Atlantic Monthly, so it was just done in little segments, which is kind of interesting. Mm. So I think it was based off the chapters of the book. That's how it was released, essentially. Um, so, so he was actually commissioned to write it as a series of... Commission, but that's it was just that's yeah. how it released. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, which is probably why it's sort of very novella-esque. So the blurb is: When Joe Brinson was 16, his father moved the family to Great Falls, Montana. The setting for this harrowing, transfixing novel by the acclaimed author Rock Springs, filled with an abiding sense of love and family, and the forces that test them to the breaking point. Wildlife. <laughs> very intense, or not necessarily an intense <laughs> story. Uh, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal as the father, Carrie Mulligan with a questionable accent as the mother, and Ed. Did the blurb actually say that? That seems mean. Judgmental. Um, <laughs> and Ed Oxenbold, which I don't recognize. I kind of recognize him, but I don't know him. The only other thing I ever saw him in was The Village. Okay. Not The Village. Uh, um, the Last and Night. Welcome to the Royal the visit. Um, yes. <laughs> so he's in the visit. Okay. So it's he kind of looks like he could have been a Disney star at some point. I don't know. He yeah, has that kind of wholesome look. Um, he's an interesting stand-in for Paul Dano himself, actually. Yeah. Okay. So adapted by Paul Dano and Zoe Kazan. They are a couple. Yep. She starred in Ruby Sparks. Which they also wrote Both, and directed. Yeah. And um, she was recently on the well, ballad of Buster Scruggs. Which I did not like, ever. Um, uh, but Paul Dano, also, no, this is his debut, direct, his directorial debut. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Paul, Paul Dano. Yeah, he stop. was in 12 Years a Slave, Little Miss Sunshine, Swiss Army Man. Next Door. Yeah, so a lot of stuff. Um, so the, that's not interesting information. Okay. So did you, I mean, you know what? What? He was in one of the... The Blood films. <laughs> <laughs> he was the preacher. Maybe, maybe. I can see it. Yeah, no, he was. I do remember that. Yes. I think he's, think he's, think he's very good. I think he's very good. You have a little man crush on him? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he's, he's good. He's very good. Okay, so we've all read the book. And Correct. seen the movie. And Correct. seen the movie. That's we've good. done the, the two <laughs> things The two things we had to do. <laughs> yes. Which were essential. Yes. yes. No, it doesn't always happen, unfortunately. No. Um... Who likes the book more? Anyone? It's. I find this very difficult because I appreciated yes. both of them for what they were. Agreed. Yeah. Because I think Paul Dano makes a lot of changes and very good changes for mm-hmm. his medium. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Just storytelling-wise. Storytelling-wise. So it's very difficult. I find the novel uncommonly sensitive, and I find his film also. Equally. Welcome to the world. So, the performance has started. Yes. <laughs> well, if you're not in it, yeah. yeah you will no yeah. longer be admitted. Okay. <laughs> I think I should be able to edit this more easily. Yes, the, because it's that device. Okay. So, John. So, what, Sean? <laughs> Do you like the film or the book better? Um, I. So, the superficial sort of entertainment wise. <sighs> 
Well, in, in the moment of watching the film, I, w- I was really, really enjoying it um, more than I expected to. Uh, despite the changes, I was initially concerned about the changes that came quite early on. Uh, but like by the end of the film, I'd, I'd, I'd grown to really appreciate them and what they added and brought to the, the movie. Um, but I think I, en- I enjoyed the book much more than I expected, actually. When I first started, I was a little underwhelmed. Welcome to the world. Starts. <laughs> Um, anything else in general to say? Um, interestingly, I so so Ellie Ellie read the book was well, but she's reading the book. She hasn't finished the book, yeah. um, and she's like having a really hard time with it and not enjoying it uh, at all. Like I started the book two weeks after her and yeah. like finished it before she'd finished like a, the next chapter right. essentially um, and I was really interested by the fact that she was her complaint was that, that nothing was happening uh, which on a surface level I can kind of see but for, but for me that, that was because you're seeing the book th- from Joe's point of view like as a as a young boy like his whole world is happening because some, something happening with the parents leaving or moving or mm-hmm. having an affair it's such a, a radical impact on you. That's like your whole world being turned upside down. Um, so I, I was him. Him as a character, I found incredibly fascinating. He pulled me through the book just seeing how he was kind of handling and coping with these these big changes. And the movie did a very similar job, but I was I was more compelled with the with the book personally. See, I was the opposite. Interesting. In that I I liked the film more because it humanized him more. Oh, the, the, the two big changes they gave to his life, like, were fantastic in the movie, yeah. Just having, as someone who has witnessed multiple marriages falling apart within my family, and having right, been, uh, and having been the character's age, which mm. is younger in the film and then older in the book, yep. I was very frustrated with him because he felt like such a cardboard cutout in the book. Like, having been in those same situations and understanding those emotions, the fact that he was so just kind of let things happen around him and didn't have any real reactions or emotional investment Maybe, in them. I thought this so might have just been me, but I the, the, the Joe that's put in the book and the Joe we get in the movie feel very different. Yeah. Well, not in a bad way, it's very different. I got like, um, I thought the book was going to reveal that he was autistic or, or something. I felt very much like he was quite detached from yeah. the emotions and was like, he was like, he seemed always more fascinated to be kind of observing the yeah. things that were happening. He's watching a car crash rather than actually being in the car with them. Yeah, yeah, very, very much so. And I was really surprised that like that, that wasn't a reveal at all in the book, that there wasn't yeah. any more to it. And like, he, he, he felt much more emotional. He's, he says he's almost 17 and that he's, he's like he's 10 years older, like he's very prepubescent yeah, and like yeah, yeah. socially immature. Yeah, but is that like a, uh, because of the time and how he's like brought up in this small town, like... Is that part of it? I think why it's easier to possibly relate okay. because you're the film rather than the book is because the film takes place in the present tense. Right. Yes. You do get yeah. the sense that, this is, that the book is being framed by an adult consciousness looking back mm-hmm. at himself. And right. we, that becomes very clear yeah. at the end yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with his summation. So I think what helps to ground things in the film is the fact that you are with him mm. journeying through it as it is being experienced. Yeah. And he is a bit younger in the film too, so you can understand how he's kind of these, he's, he's overcome yeah. and he by can't really these, react. these 
emotions that are quite alien to a adolescent boy. Yeah. And and the fact that his both parents are abusing their privilege with him yeah. by using him as a confidant. Yeah, as well as having very much isolated him from many things and issues that were going on, so he wasn't ever prepared for this situation. It just suddenly kind of came out of nowhere. It's, it's quite unfair, the burdens yeah. they put on yeah, yeah. to him with their frank emotions yeah. that he, that, that a child is not privy to these things. So that, I think, is work, and it prob probably also works, not not that it's unsuccessful in the novel, because I think the characters are revealed yeah. quite interestingly, but you get the personification very specified by the actors. Yeah. I mean, just... And I think that kind of helps um, make them more than just generic. I mean, uh, my favorite scene is when Carrie Mulligan is grabbing him at the dining room table saying dance with me and then you see her like the last time she says dance with me you see her like about to get really angry and like you actually yell at him mm -hmm. and like that almost breaking point and then he knows he has to get up to dance with her like she's really fun and jovial and then you see the desperation in her eyes and I think seeing those really raw emotions which I didn't feel as thoroughly in the book made all the difference I, I do think that 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 dinner sequence yeah. is outstanding oh. And even even more so than the book, and I think again it's because it's electric, and you see exactly what's happening yeah. with all of the cross emotions yeah. from all three actors in that scene, and the fact that it's protracted. Oh, and the I love hear the hearing the sounds of the dancing, which is supposed to sound like them having sex as well. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, and the music gets louder as well yeah. when he's in the bedroom. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. They um, they cut the gun. But he doesn't oh, find yeah. the gun in the drawer. Um, they, they, but, but, but that really worked for me, for me because it played up like him finding the condom was yeah. a much bigger deal because yeah. it wasn't then superseded by oh and there's a gun. Um, and then they had that reveal later on when he sneaks into his mum's bedroom and you see the used wrapper oh, yeah. on the side. And it's the same one. And, like, but it, and also the camera just kind of pans past it. He doesn't necessarily. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's kind you, of, you see it to the audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's it, that scene was great. And this is where I think he makes a really good choice in the film, as opposed to how that plays out in the mm -hmm. in, in the sequence in the in the novel. And it helps us to focus Joe more as well. In in the scene when he knows things are going to probably go too far, right? It's it's he who has the agency to say to his mother, "I can drive." Yes. Whether Dad taught me how to drive. Whereas in the book, she tells him, tells him to get herself out of the situation too, I guess, even though she's very conflicted, yeah. that Joe can drive me. So suddenly, it makes much more sense, and you're much more inside Joe's sensibility that he's driving it at that point. Because he never, essentially, his character is only driven by his parents. Like, yes. every step he takes is by them pushing him in a certain direction whereas in the film like he chooses to run off to the police station which isn't in the book yeah. and, and then he's choosing to drive and like take a handle on the situation mm -hmm. versus in the book he's just, that's what I said he's a cardboard cutout I feel like like people are just directing him he has no hmm. which, which, which does work it's like that, that kind of adds to my empathy for him the fact that it is this 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 kind of young man who doesn't really know what he's doing or wants to do and his parents are coming around him but still they're like the only kind of authority or, or kind of 
direction he has, so he has to still listen to them and be guided by them, despite the fact that there's, he can see that it's crumbling around them. Um, which is why he seems in the book more desperate for it to kind of work out, because if that doesn't work out, where does that leave him? Um, yeah, no, you do get, like, a few moments in the book where he has an internal monologue. It's like, where am I? What's going to happen to me? What's going to mm. be my life? I, I do like the fact, and, and I think this is where Ellie was finding the fault with it, I do like the fact that the book is, is and, and the film are both quite reticent. They're not driven by outrageous, dramatic confrontation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I think we get, we get primed for those sorts of explosions. This yeah. Is, this is a very, very quiet implosion. Yeah. yeah. In both. Yeah, which is why when, when, when like, a, like a kiss happens, it feels like a much bigger deal because it's like you, you've had this really slow building, like a spike to like a moment and then nothing. Yeah. Um, or when she says, I'm suddenly feeling agitated and like yeah. bored and like just like a snap. Yeah. But the, yeah, but it, it, the, the parents never actually have a confrontation. They very quietly rage at each other. Yeah, yeah. Her reaction to his uh, announcing that he's going to go fight the fires is almost one of exhaustion. Yeah, and then they they always use Joe as like a mediator. They're always like, "What do you think of this? Yeah. You speak to your father. You yeah. tell him." Like. Or the scene when he comes home to say he's lost his job, and she just laughs and like brushes it off, rather than actually getting frustrated with him. Yeah. And it gives you a sense that there's a history between these characters. So obviously, mm. I don't think this is probably the first time that this has happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the fact they've moved is because he like, lost his last job and now he's done something else and they've moved to Montana and it's like a cyclical thing. So, she, but when she laughs, it's almost like she's laughing at the situation she's put herself in. It's like, this again. Yeah. Um, and that's her, her own action is to laugh or cry. And she, yeah. she goes Different and place, but the same story. Yeah, is yeah. Being enacted. It's rough. It's supposed to be three days in the film as well, because I didn't feel it's it It's very was. strange when they mentioned three days I was like, he was what? away. How's yeah. that possible? Oh my goodness, it seems like so much has happened yeah, yeah. in that period of time. Yeah, it's it. like one, one day they drive to the fire, the next day they go for dinner, <laughs> that night she has sex with him, and the next day he comes home. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> The movie, they mention this three days because it feels like a much longer period of time. I don't think they ever say... I don't think they actually mention no. what the, yeah, the time frame the time is. lapses and that. Yeah. I, um, this, is, this is a very minor point, but I was very surprised when in the movie um, Jerry, Jake's general's character, come home and like, they, they, he looks a tiny bit scruffier, yeah. but like he looks essentially exactly the same as when he left. So I yeah. thought they were going to do like like a beard thing or like maybe that's the idea that not that much time is passed yeah maybe so. or maybe yeah but yeah. well I was just also the idea that like his life has been changed in three days sort of like uh, rolling your eyes a little bit yeah but like, but, like uh, the mother's character ha- her, oh, yeah. her life has changed in those three days I think that was sort of the thing that's like not so believable not so what believable to me I, I, the only reason I bought into it as much as I did is because, because like Tom said, because it's been the cyclical thing. Yeah. Like, it wasn't those three days that broke her and changed her. Yeah. It was her whole marriage building to this point, and this was the last straw, and she was like, he's gone, I'm making a change. Yeah. So yeah. Something has to happen to, yeah. to break this cycle, whether it is me having an affair, or getting another job, or finding an apartment, or all of these things, something has to... And that's why I think she's so conflicted, because she's like, yeah. had opportunities to maybe do this before, 
and has never taken it and now she has she's like one foot in but kind of wondering whether she should pull out of it yeah. or not but that's what gives me pause in the film is for her to be able to go through that process yeah. would seemingly take longer than three days yes <laughs> I would think so and in, and in the film she does actually move to Portland doesn't yeah, she long she before does. he arrives back home no it was it's after it is after yeah, yeah she moves to Portland after he after he's back home yeah yeah, yeah. She well, first she moves to the apartments and then she leaves yeah yeah I thought they better tied in the fact that he is just sort of like a womanizer, the, what's the guy's name that she's sleeping with? A Warren. Warren. Um, when they introduce him going to the car dealership and meeting that woman, like seeing all the beautiful women working there. Again, that's so much, that, that's much more agency on Joe's character, like yeah. that he's gone, gone to, to yeah. seek right, out his yeah, mother. Yeah. Went yeah. To um, and she like, would never have done in the book, yeah. I think, his personality. And like, even the movie, he doesn't like call her on it, despite them having a moment where she clearly likes him about being there, and he could have been like, yeah. that's bullshit, I was there. Right. But like, he knows at least, he's like... Yep. He's much more involved in... in and he's in actually social with the girl. Oh, yes, which I thought was nice. Yeah, which was a nice little touch. But that, but it, it, it wasn't heavy-handed. We didn't have to see him have a full no, the, romance the, the, with when, her. When they first introduced her, I, I, in, the, in the cinema, I was like, ugh. You really? Just yeah, initially I was like, oh, why Why does he need love interest? And by then... But like, it wasn't was, a love interest, really. But, but like uh, an outside relationship, because yeah. the book has been so much about these three Pretty, characters. Yeah. But by the end, I was like, of course you need someone else. Like yeah. this, <laughs> this makes him such so much more a person. The fact yeah. that he can build this relationship with someone else whilst yeah. his other relationships are all going to hell yeah. shows that like, ah, oh, he's he maybe is going to be okay despite his parents yeah. having failed him on so many levels. Despite <laughs> despite trying very hard, right. really having and, failed him. And we see him more. At, at work yeah, I thought the photography studio was great scenes, all of them. Great scenes, yeah. Oh, and also the Relates photos of the, the people with such a great representation of yeah. the story they were trying to tell. Like, you know, so you see the perfect photo, everyone posed looking <laughs> yeah. their crafted. best. Cra- yeah, yeah, exactly. Crafted. Which crafted is what their <laughs> family was trying to do. They yeah, were crafting the this family when it was all a lie. Mm. It was great. Because like, his relationship with, with Ruth, was that the name of the girl? I think it was. Yeah. Um, his relationship with her um, and the, the job, it felt like, even though he'd never said it or articulated it in any, any way, it felt like he knew that like his life, as he knew it, was over. And he had to kind of build something for himself. So he was he got promoted that job and yeah. s- was seeking this thing out. And yeah. like, despite the fact that he, his mother was surprised he was still working there and all these yeah. things, like... And it was nice that he gave up football and didn't try and do javelin like did he did. Right. He found a thing that he was clearly good at or had an yeah. interesting or something that felt like it was his and was pursuing it. And the fact that he brought his parents in and was like, yeah. this is my thing now and I want you to be a part of this thing. It was yeah. really, I loved the ending of it. Me that too. scene, I thought was beautiful. Yeah, that was a, that was a really great addition. Yeah. Um, this is why I think it's just so much more it, you have so much more of a connection to the film than yeah. the book well, what, I liked, what I liked was that the, uh, I said this to Nora before we, before we started um, I was really worried going in that the movie's going to be like an hour and a, like two and a half hours yeah. and then added stuff or like it could, because there's lots of scenes in the book where I was like oh there could easily be like a, a 30 second minute long shot of like silence or looks <laughs> and, I, and the fact that it was like lean despite the additions like really added Added to it for yeah. me. It was a very spare film. Mm. Yeah. And what I appreciate about it is that it was, to me, it had more of a European feel than an American yeah, very much so. feel because it, 
it respected or respects stillness and respects silence. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't feel the need to give me oh, to, to over inform me about every moment yeah. and what I should be feeling mm. while I'm watching it. And that to me is a very yeah. The, but on, yeah. on that note, there were, there were a few moments where they showed more than I expected them to. The moment where, for instance, when um, his mother goes back into the house after dinner to return the coat, and Joe goes up to the window and sees and He looks in and like he pulls away, and like you can see he's a bit distraught. I thought that was going to be we weren't going to see anything, and it was just going to be yeah. us gauging his reaction to what we thought had played out. And the fact that they go slow pan yeah. around, um, and I was I, I the, the the visual in the book is of him with his like hand down the front of her pants, and I really thought that was going to be like the shock image we were going to get, and I'm glad they pulled back. Yeah. A little bit from that, and yeah. the fact that Joe was so distraught that his mother was just like passionately kissing this man was enough. Yeah, that was all you needed. Like, yeah. you could see when, when they kissed goodbye, you could see him already. Yeah. The fact that they were having more of that was, 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 was I think was that's my enough. favorite scene the dinner, I thought, was the as well. The I, I, was, I was a really big fan of the um, after the after Jerry comes home and he takes Joe for a drink. Oh, yes. And then they go to and Warren's set house. his house on fire. <laughs> the, the fact that they showed him filling up the gas yeah. canister was like a, a nice little moment. Yeah. And like Joe was in the car, and like you could see the cult were in the fire. What's happening? Where, where's this leading to? Yeah. And the fact that um, they played the they played the fire like really quickly and harshly, and Jerry looked like a fool. Like, the fact that he set, him, set his leg on fire and was like a bit of an idiot, and Joe was like, I don't want anything to do with this, and yeah. like, goes. It was like a really nice moment, and was like, that showed Joe's growth. Like, the Joe at the start of the film would have helped his father up and stayed yeah. with him and made sure he was yeah. okay. But he was at a point where he was like, I, I know, don't, don't, don't behave this way. And, and don't try to drag me down with you. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was yeah, very yeah, much yeah. like him not grabbing his hand when his dad reached out to him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going yeah. in with you on this. And Warren saying, like, you, your son's here. He can see this. Yeah. I think made Joe realize, yeah, I am here. Like he can see this. The man who you're furious with, but you you can't appreciate that. And it it made that moment more personal than having, as happens in the book, to have uh, a random firefighter come and issue those lines. Yeah, it doesn't make any doesn't have any impact coming from an yeah. absolute stranger yeah. who just appears on the scene it, for a it, it, it works in the context of, uh, of, yeah. of Warren is this, um, essentially he feels like the biggest deal in that town yeah. sort of thing. He owns like four businesses and he's running all these things and it feels like him him seeing Jerry is so beneath him, not in a horrible way, just like a, I don't want to deal with him, I'll send my lackey to, to talk to him for me essentially, I'm going off with this other woman I'm seeing, yeah. felt very in keeping with the character. Yeah. In, in the, the, the cinematography was beautiful as well. I thought the scene where they showed the entire town and the train going through, yep. as well as then when they showed the fire in the woods when yep. he went out with his mother. There, there are two shots which I hated, uh, but I thought I hated them. They seemed unnecessary and weird for the movie, but the rest of it I loved. The two shots were uh, long distance tracking shots. The first one, they track um, the mother as she's going in to ask for a job, and it's like a long shot, and it just follows her along a street distance yeah. with nothing. Okay. And they do another one which is very similar where uh, Joe and Ruth are running through a field. They do the exact oh, yeah. same reverse shot. Um, and both those times I would have much rather have been with the character yeah. going with them rather than this weird, like, distant observer. And it's yeah. the only time that you're, like, really far away from the character. A lot of time you're yeah. really, like, in, in the, the scene yeah. with them. Um, there's a really beautiful 
uh, I think I medium shot scene you're going to say. Right, right <laughs> near the end, when Joe walks into his bedroom and the parents Love are that off shot. on the right yeah. side of the screen, yeah. yes. trying to connect. Yeah. yeah, it was just a really beautiful way to frame. It was great. It fe- that felt like a play. It worked so well. Like this, like one set scene and the seeing the players move around was, was great. And you even see uh, that he turns the light off, and then the, then she passes Jerry a drink. Despite them having this argument, like she's still making him a drink, and it's this. And then you get that flip at the end where he's made them dinner, or like yeah. Joe or Jerry's made dinner for the two of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, that was a. I, I, I remember thinking that in the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful scene. And it, it, it probably replaced a lot of dialogue that would have, would not have sounded, yeah, yeah. genuine. Yeah. Well, all we need to see is behavior. And I like the idea that in the story, like you know, him asking how old they were, and I think they aged her down. In the I film. thought she was. She was thirty. 30s in the book as well, I thought. But I thought she was like 36 or something. Maybe, she's older yeah. in the book and then younger in the film. But well, well I guess they make him younger as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I like the idea that it's kind of their kids too, the adults. Like mm. they were a little bit childish and you could be, see that they were like not really grown-ups per se. Yeah, yeah. Like we're still children too. And it, and it highlighted like the inconsistencies in their relationship. Because like his parents are kind of treating him as like a confidant and yeah. like like a partner in crime and stuff, but then on on some levels she doesn't know them at all. Mm-hmm. Like they're sharing all this personal information about oh me and your father haven't been intimate, but like he's got no idea how old she is. Yeah, it seems such like a weird disconnect. And he doesn't seem to really know about sex either. Mm. I mean, he did yeah. in the book. It's sort of like he hear he he says he hears friends talk about it, but doesn't really yeah, yeah. connect with it per se. Mm. Which doesn't really make sense if he's a sixteen-year-old boy, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what do you think of it as a representation of the end of that like period of family dynamic of like the nineteen fifties and this sort of very cookie cutter and like the rise of the divorce and you know women in the working profession. Well, I like that both book and film were very non-judgmental of her, of uh, of any yeah. any of them, mm-hmm. even including Warren, who yeah. could have very easily been seen as this lascivious, yeah. slick, uh, opportunist guy. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone is allowed a humanity, which again is, is a very generous world mm-hmm. view. Yeah, uh, I think. I think both adult characters are absolutely bewildered by life. Yeah. Uh, possibly a lot of it has to do with what was happening in the culture at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the he's obviously a bit of a dreamer. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he understand. Uh, he's he's probably all perpetually disappointed that life isn't living up to whatever ideal he might yeah. have had. Which is why he loves the idea of a fresh start about yeah. it. This would be the one. Yeah. Yes. And which probably would then propel anybody who's who's in that kind of a state into something that's riskier. Yeah. Because yeah. as they say in, in the, the novel, need to be invigorated. Yeah. And then and every time you do that, you get more and more fragile because you're putting more pressure on this being exactly as you imagined it oh, and yeah. if, if one thing goes wrong you've broken the whole the whole illusion right but again I mean as a as a male who keeps yeah. losing a job and being humiliated and clearly has some sort of depression he's dealing with as well that's yes. not being addressed yeah but not a, a deliberately or actively bad 
person. person. No. no. I don't know if he and his wife know how to love each other no. anymore. Either one of them really. Well, they, they essentially have done what society told them they were supposed to do, and the, and they don't understand why they're not happy because that's what the world told them. You get married, you have the job, you have the child, and you yeah. that everything's supposed to work out. Man, she's. You know, it's not an issue for her to get a job or not yeah. being able to get a job. We see her able to do those things. Yes. But uh, for him, it's an issue that she has a job, clearly, that she's the one financially providing right. for them. Yeah. And, but, but I think you, uh, in both the book and the film, you can see Jerry struggling with that. He seems, he seems angry at himself, the fact that he's annoyed that she's asked to get a job. Yeah. He feels like he should be able to say, of course, yeah, of course you can get a job. But he feels catty about it, and then he's, you can feel that he's like angry at himself for letting those things come to the front. Because like you say, it's like on the cusp of like a really changing time, and he knows that it's fine, yeah. and she is capable of having jobs and enjoys working, but feels bad in himself that he can't provide enough yep. for her not to even contemplate doing it or feel the need, need to. It feels like he's put this pressure on her to want to get a job. Right. Yeah. And it, it must be very frustrating to not not only make yourself happy, but then make unable to make your partner yeah. happy. Because he essentially does abandon the family. And it, again, I, if, if the novel only takes place in three days, I can't really bring that kind of uh, Build up. You know, criti- you know, the, yeah. the, the, the critical, critical state of it. Of, of it. Yeah. If it's only three days, then he hasn't really abandoned the yeah. family. He's just gone off for three days. It's like a yeah. weekend away. I mean, we yeah. This is what I don't. Uh, uh, if, it, if it's a much longer period of time that he's out in the forest, then you would could say yes. Well, because I, I felt like when watching the movie, it felt like oh, he like maybe left during the summer, and then it, it ends up in winter. Yeah, because they so kept saying about it, you have to wait till winter now. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's the time shift I thought the film was kind of going for that mm. it was like a seasonal shift whereas the book is like three days do you think um, I can't I don't think the book did this but the, in the movie when um, he gets off with his job back at the yeah they do the it does that happen in the book as well yeah. I couldn't remember that happening um, but maybe maybe that's why she feels abandoned because he had this opportunity to, to stay with them and have a job but instead he's said no to that yeah. and he's been seeking out a thing himself that takes him away from them and like if she feels like he wants to leave them um, so maybe that's why she feels abandoned not not because of how long he's gone but it's just like that he's gone at all yeah. makes her feel abandoned but also the fact that he, she's able to start this entire love affair in well do you think do you think that's been unlike slow burning yeah do you think like she's a, he's Warren's made it apparent to her that he's interested but she's been like my life with a husband and all yeah, this, yeah. but like now, now that Jer- Jerry's done this, he abandoned her in her eyes, regardless of whether that's right or wrong. She can act. Yeah, she's like, oh, fine. The, yeah. This this man's here and wants me. Then yeah. This is what confused me in the book with Joe actually saying that she fell in love with Warren. I did not get the sense that no. she fell in love with Warren. Warren yeah. was uh, available, yeah. but she seemed to do it out of a sense of anger. Yeah. Uh, a, a sort of rage yeah. and a, a, a degree of masochism yeah. and desperation. Yeah. And I felt like I she was a little bit disgusted and pitied Warren a little bit. Like, I didn't really feel that she was actually attracted oh, to him. There's a few moments where she, she essentially says, says that she almost doesn't like him, but there's something yeah. about being around yeah. him. She said he's a person to whom things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's attractive and that's a, in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but maybe maybe just because Joe 
I mean, like 14 in the movie, 17 in the book, whatever, like, isn't, like, incredibly young. He's not, like, an eight-year-old. But, like, because of the time... There is a big difference between the two ages. I guess. But, but do you think it's the fact that he's very acutely aware now that he his mother is not in love with his father anymore. So maybe his rationale is she must be in love with Warren, but yeah. why else would... She'd be doing that. She'd be yeah. doing it. Maybe, like you say, maybe he is naive about sex, and maybe he assumes she'd only be having sex with him or kissing him if she was having these yeah. deeper feelings for him. But he's in, in the film, the way at least X, uh, Ed Oxenbould plays him, yeah. he's too smart. Yeah. He know. I think he knows exactly what's happening in the film. Yeah. yeah. And something that didn't make as much sense to me in the book when I read it, and I don't, I'm not sure that his father speaks the line in the film or not, mm-hmm. when he's leaving to go fight the fires, uh, he says, you, you have a very clear head, Joe. You're going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. And it made less sense in the book than it does in the film from right. how I see him observing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very, very thoughtful performance. Yeah. An, a lot of it exists on just his expression. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he's not a, a chatty character in no. the book either. He just, it's, it's, yeah, it is about observation. But you see him taking all of this in yeah. and thinking it over. Mm-hmm. The way his parents' behavior, what they're saying to him. Mm-hmm. You get the sense that more so than in the in the book, yeah. he is going to be okay. Yeah. I think he yeah. has an incredible maturity mm-hmm. for his age and yeah. what he's being asked mm-hmm. to to do and to deal see. With. Yeah. yeah witness yeah it's I mean, it's, it's incredible so in the book I get more of a sense of his moment-to-moment yeah. sensibility about his observing his, his parents a thing that I'm, I'm really happy that he did in the film so I thought I felt it was quite unnecessary in the novel that it suggested the reason that he's being fired from the golf course is because oh, yeah. he might have stolen something. And then it's gambling in the film. Gambling. Yeah. And, then, and then how he acts after being oh, and then, yeah, released, they go go into the shop the and steal the money, yeah. and he asks his son if he wants, wants anything. So I don't yeah. need to know that about his character. And yeah. I don't think no, that that's... Odds. I don't think that that's... Uh, no, I thought, it was, yeah, I thought it was better in the film. He's just released. He feels crushed. Yeah. You know, this is that really, really tender scene in the car where he goes, how am I going to go home Yeah. and tell your mother about this? And he seems really, really wrecked yeah. by that. And him saying, it's like, I'm just too nice of a person. Like, I'm too personable or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, get, yeah I was getting the sense that maybe he was making a few bets with the people on the golf yeah. course. Well, they, they said that explicitly. Overstepping yeah, yeah, yeah. his... Bounds. Yeah. Bounds. Yeah. But and, and his frustration was the fact that the, 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 the customers he was interacting with seemed to enjoy that aspect of, yeah. of his kind of working relationship with them, but the higher-ups didn't, yeah. didn't appreciate it. Which, which, as an employer, I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate yeah. it. But um, you can see his frustration. He thought he was going above and beyond by doing this and engaging with them on this kind of more personal level. Um, and that makes you makes his response of why he would refuse an offer. Yeah, yeah, to go back. Because, no, you've wounded my pride. I'm yeah, come yeah. Back exactly. Yeah, yeah. You've attacked my character. This yeah. is, I'm a personable guy and yeah. you hated that about me. So, so that made it much, much more understandable and yeah, yeah, yeah. to me yeah. in, the, in the film that they would do that. Um, I also enjoyed the fact that the movie 
um, introduces Warren to you incredibly early on meeting Jerry but doesn't like oh yeah like you, he see, helps you, him see, you see behind you see the behind him yeah he's yeah sitting there and, and he limps and because like, I read the book and I knew he had limp that was only yeah. my I was aware that was it I think if you just saw the film you might not even realize that was the same character as later on but um I thought that was like a, a nice moment. It's meant to be this moment in the book that Jerry forgets. Yeah. I think as a viewer of the movie, unless you watched it again, you'd forget that he'd already met this right. met this guy as well. Yeah. Um, another, another great scene, both book and film, is that devastating scene where after he's found Warren at home, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and after he's left and he's contemplated whether or not to show himself to his mother that he's yeah. been watching her. Yeah. And she finally just breaks down and says, "If you have some other plan, please tell me." Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was yeah. really nice. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, know. I don't, I don't know, know. I don't have an alternative. Yeah. yeah. What am I supposed to? Do? And it's after like uh, she slaps him, yeah. and then they, she immediately breaks down and is like, I've, I'm, "I'm lost. Please, yeah. please, if <laughs> you've got something me for me, tell me." But again, too, what is a terrible thing to place upon your yeah. child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to show like how childlike they are, like they know as little as he does of what how life should go yeah well he <laughs> this is a tiny a tiny scene but it's the only thing the only real adult action in the movie is where Joe's out with his friend from school and he goes to the hardware shop to buy oh, yeah. a part for the toilet and he goes home and fixes it <laughs> fixes. and he tries to tell his mother this and she's on the phone like a schoolgirl yeah. talking to like her crush yeah. this. and he, he's the only one who's like taking responsibility for anything. It's just a small thing of fixing a household appliance, but he's taking the responsibility for this thing and he's gone out of his way to buy it and yeah. provide and this thing. Proud of and he goes shopping for dinner yeah, as well. Yeah. Like he's got these little things where he's building responsibility. Yeah. And that's a, that's another way that you know that Joe has agency that he's not allowed to have in the book. In the book. Yeah. Why yeah. do you think the author made him very much just a viewer rather than a participant in the story? I I wonder if it's simply a case of I, I think the the character of Joe represented within the movie um, has more agency and seems to handle these situations much more maturely than I think a lot of people in that position would. I think the the, the Joe we get in the book is maybe how a lot of people would handle something like that, like parents behaving that way or going through a divorce like he kind of almost feels stunted he doesn't know how to how to handle it because he doesn't it also feels like he doesn't want to do the wrong thing or make things worse he's hoping that they'll improve and I don't think the, the, the Joe in the book could handle if he's impacted it in a negative way which I think is why he's so so reserved he feels helpless to, to the situation um, and you have a few moments where he he says something and his inner monologue is like I shouldn't have said that or I feel like I have to say that and like he feels compelled by things and I think is, yeah, is, is the Joe in the novel because we're being framed as a reminiscence meant to be someone who never was able to become socially engaged Mm. Because of what he had experienced, right. yeah. Because it's it, again. This is where a deviation from. Uh, I, I quite like that the film ends on an unresolved note, right? 
Yeah. Whereas in the book, of course, we find out... We get history. We get history, we find out what happened, and his conclusion at the end of the book, as it has been through most of his life, is, I will never quite understand my parents, yeah. even though I am their son. Yeah. I won't. I will never understand the things that bind them, and the things. And the fact they come back together as well in the book versus in yeah. the film. Because it, in the in in a, in, a, in in a way, Carrie Mulligan's character in the book seems again much stronger as well. Ultimately, right. she breaks free of it, and she she makes a life for herself. Makes a life for herself in a distant location where she isn't going to be able to come embroiled again in any of the dramas and she she seems to do it cleanly I don't get the sense at the end of the film that she's going to remain there no or find a way that she will ultimately return I mean it's a a little I I don't want to call it defeatist in the novel because they do come back together I don't know if that's for, for ill or for good, I don't know. Yes. Uh, because, it, well, I just, I feel like the point, like, in life lessons, when we're young, we feel like our parents don't understand us and we don't understand our parents, but it always is, you hit a certain age where you're like, oh, I get it. You know, you sort of like, oh, I'm in those moments that my parents must have been feeling and you really feel that connection. Mm-hmm. So I find it a disservice that the author sort of makes it that he never really realizes what they were going through, that they were, you know, dealing with the same issues he was dealing. But I wonder if that's because then he never went on to actually experience anything of life because he remained on his own. Yeah. And he was never able to forge any connections, maybe because of what happened with his parents. That's not so fucking traumatic. No, it, I mean, it really it's like it's, it's, it's such a like dime a dozen situation. So many people I know who have parents who have affairs, get divorces. I mean, that's like the basic trauma that you can have as a child. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I agree with yeah. that. That, that. That is something a lot of people have to deal with. But I think in in Joe's instance, he his parents put a lot of it on him. I think a lot of people, the parents might have affairs or divorced or have marital issues, but I think you're only aware of them as, as being Purple, around you. Yeah. Whereas in in the book, his mother tells him they're not being intimate. He he's kind of like her accomplice to her yeah. first date with this man. He yeah. sees like the essentially every the first kiss. Yeah, yeah, he kind of he's there for it, which is a lot more to to deal with. I don't know. It's the 1960s. Therapists existed, <laughs> but these weren't cosmopolitan people either. Mm, yeah, that's very yeah. true. That's very true. These were people who lived in a very in, in a small way. I just way, I think. I think the author is trying to, you know, show this as an exceptional situation when in my eyes it's not. But again, the, the book presents it from Joe's perspective, yeah, and for, for for his, him, in his life, it, it is, is. The, it's like the biggest thing that's happened yeah. to him to that point. Which is what I don't believe that he could have been so, you know, especially Trauma for someone time. who had been constantly pulled out of schools and moved around, and his father was constantly going from one job to another, and that this was like the critical point in his life. Doesn't really make sense. How so? Well, just that the fact that you kind of, you kind of got a feeling that he had. A very there wasn't a lot of stability in his household anyway leading up to this point. But but his parents were always disability. Regardless of where they were or lived, they were they were all both there. For better or worse, there was always them too. And it felt like 
because you didn't have time to make friends because they were always yeah. moving and stuff. But you he did say he had a girlfriend at one point in his last town. Yeah, but but again, like that seems like a fleeting thing that seems. Yeah. 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 I, I just I can for the age that his character is supposed to be in the book. I don't really get the lack of maturity or the fact that like at sixteen that was the critical point that broke me for the rest of my life. The the Joe. Yeah from the film yes. seems like someone who will go on in his life to form yes. a relation with somebody and he will most likely speak of his history very anecdotally with somebody yes. and saying my parents are crazy they were two crazy people they were two selfish people but I think he still loves them but very much oh, yeah, but yeah. I'm sure they will continue to go on yeah. and have yeah. things relationships with both of them yeah because his, his father the thing is in the film his father really steps up to take care of him and I feel like he's almost a better caretaker for him to have stability than his mother is I almost disagree with that okay. I almost feel like um, in the movie Joe stays to look after his dad Okay. Like he, uh, Joe's been been his mother's shown that she can take care of herself, even yeah. if it's like making rash decisions. She can like find an apartment and have, find a man and do these yeah. things for herself, find a job. Whereas Jerry's this fleeting man. I think Joe stays. Like when they have that dinner with his mother, I almost yeah. feel like Joe made that meal yeah. and like Joe got promoted. It's all about like what he's doing. Jerry's just kind of like being looked after in this moment, yeah. um, and even more so. You see. The, the, the book gives you resolution on what happened to the parents and you don't really get a feel for what Joe did and maybe this was the biggest thing to have happened to do him whereas in the movie you don't really know where the parents are going but you've, I felt very confident that, that Joe was going to be okay and that he yeah. was in charge and you get very much that thing because he, he set them up for the photo he's taking the photo he's taking charge of this thing he wants this he's making this thing happen now yeah. despite what you his parents want yeah. he's taking he's, charge of these things yeah. like he's he's grown into this person who can make decisions and what what is he going to get from that photo what satisfaction will he get from that because photo? It, well he in the film they say the photo is supposed to represent capturing the happiest moment in your life and i think it, it kind of is the happiest moment for them she's able to live her life on her own on her own terms and she seems a lot more stable and happy and her his dad has like a stable job and they the hardware store and they seem kind of content with their little I, d I don't know if it's that I, I, I think because they're doing a, all the photos they showed during yeah. the movie are like big moments people but yeah. they're all staged you've got yeah. the, the, the people who've, been get, who've got married but they're, that's not their wedding day they haven't gone to this photo yeah. studio they've dressed up and they've reenacted it and the people with their baby they're presenting their baby like it's the first time but clearly that's not the first yeah. the baby and it feels very much like um, Joe is staging it because his life with them has always been this kind of performance and he wants just a moment to remember that before he moves on yeah. with, with what he wants to do um, and like, I think in that moment he knows his mother might go to Portland he might not see her again and who knows what's going to happen with Jerry if yeah. Joe decides to go to college or move away mm -hmm. so he wants to capture a moment where so, but he wants to capture a genuine moment rather than idealized. Because uh, they're so. so awkward in the photo when you. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the, I think so. I, I, I think he's kind of resigned himself, or like accepted the fact that like um, this has now happened, and like there's nothing he can do to fix it, and like this is him accepting that and going, this is who my parents are, this is who I am now, this is us. 
for better or worse, and that's that's why he's taken this photo. Mm -hmm. um, and also, I think because I think there's a big impact that you have two millennials who are adapting it, and I think the story shifts to for a millennial usually parental divorce, which is very common, is more of a growing point versus a more is more of a growing situation like there is a growth you know it's yeah. a very adult situation that you're having to deal with it depends on obviously the situation but for maybe someone in the period that Richard Ford is writing it it wasn't necessarily viewed as that yeah but, but what's this it's the 60s but it's written in the 90s yeah like the 90s. late 80s early 90s yeah. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I, I've, I've got no idea what, what, what life was like then, but I feel like it, everything that happened to him would have been a much bigger deal then. Yeah. Like, the idea of, like, divorced or separated parents would have been much more kind of taboo and hush-hush. Yeah. And, like, the fact that it's a small town and his mother's having, like, an illicit affair with, like, essentially the, the owner of half the businesses in the town becomes, like, the talk of the town almost. And it's, like, a lot to, a lot to deal with. And a, a kid yeah. doesn't didn't have the kind of distractions that a kid has today or mediums through which you could relate with a community. So I think it has a little bit of a more modern sensibility to the film, the perspective of how he changes and grows through the divorce, well, the separation. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think looking at it as, as people in 2018, like, it's much yeah. easier to, to believe that he's had this radical majority. But like, he definitely could have, like, in, in, in the, the early 60s. Like, that could have definitely happened. But um, I think... Grant and grants Joe more of a self, yes, yeah. determined self, yes, that not subsumed by his parents. Uh, I, I, I do like the surges of emotion that you get, but they're but they're not over emphatic. And that the, there's a, the, that great scene in, in the book as well where yeah. when his father's leaving and he's very tender with his son and he kisses him on the lips. Mm. And oh yeah, I thought that was yeah, great. It's a, it's oh, that men, very, can, men love can love each other as well. That's I mean, really good. Which gives you a sense of what, it, you know, his father was probably a man out of place and out of time yeah. as well. Yeah. And he, what he describes his father is his father has delicate hands mm -hmm. and yeah. you know, he has a, a generally good nature. Yeah. yeah. Um, and probably not somebody in that time period who was going to be able to stamp his yeah. seal on something and, yeah. and, and be considered a man of strength or a and pillar. Al and also the sort of odd career choice of the fact that he loves golfing and that sort of his, you know, enjoyment is life. And yeah. um, that he's not someone who wants to climb up a corporate ladder per se. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a bit odd, like the moment of racism, though, in the book, which felt very out of character. Where he's like, how he doesn't like Indians. He's like, I just don't like them. The father or Warren? The father. Well, the father also says at some stage too, because of the democracy of people who are going to fight the fires. Yeah. He tells us son, you can't categorize people. Yeah, but in the book, though, he says, I, I don't like Indians, sort of at the... Is it about trusting them? Is it something like that? Well, what was it? I have to find it. Um, which I just felt like, oh, that's a little bit weird. But he talks about, like, the women fighting and... Um, I don't, you don't have your iPad, do you? I do, yeah, yeah. I can see if I can find it. Is that, do you think that's, again, though, the... 
I'm not making excuses for any of this sort yeah. of behaviour, but do you think that's because of the time period again? I guess, yeah, as well. Um, you see in the film, you see Native Americans on the truck with them. Yes. Waiting. Yeah. But it isn't necessarily commented. Oh no, she says something. The mother says that there are Native Americans. Yeah, she's worried that he's having like an affair with one of the women. Yeah. I do. I do like the line uh, that she says to Joe at one point too, where uh, you you would like to think that if someone. <laughs> that someone does something that you don't like, it's because they're crazy. But the real reason is that they have just done something without you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you're not included. You're in not it. included in it. And obviously, that's what's happened with yeah. him making the decision on his own to suddenly go fight fires sure. without consulting her or having a conversation with her. You know, it just shows you how how deeply these characters are taking behavior and comment. And also the fact and that it wasn't a true partnership, that he never, he didn't even think about asking her, it didn't cross his mind, like, oh, maybe I should have discussed this because we're a couple and, you know, we do things together. So. And to me, for him too, I'm thinking it, it may not actually have been something that he wanted to do, but it would get him away because he didn't want to confront things. Yeah. And it's a way for him to try to access some sense of what purpose. being male yeah. is. No, purpose. Yeah. Purpose. I don't like how Warren tries to take Joe into his confidence either with it's so yeah. slimy Nothing. stories. You're going to find it? I'm not finding it. Okay. I'm making it up. I, yeah. <laughs> um. I find that a very interesting story, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly what he might have... Warren's intention wasn't telling it when he's up in the airplane oh, and he shuts the engine off. Mm. He's up in the heavens with the and just away from everything. Ducks or the geese or yeah. I'm not quite sure what that's meant to impart mm. to Joe. And he says that I I know that I'm a man of means and there are things that are tying me to the to the earth yeah. businesses, family. Okay. It's not that I don't care about them, but I forgot about them yeah. for a moment. Yeah. And this must be a, su a supreme moment. Do you think this is this is a, a moment where Warren's revealing that he's just like Joe's parents. Yeah. He's he makes rash decisions and is fleeting and despite having these businesses and seemingly having it together, right. he can make them he can decide on a whim to do a thing for himself selfishly and forget about anything else and like maybe that's what Jerry's done by going to fight this fire despite him saying uh, I don't know who I'm waiting to impress or trying to do it to like show how much a man he is or to get money or whatever the reason is like it, it, he's done it for a selfish reason really yeah. and the same with with, with, with Karen Mulligan's character the, the mother she's making rest decisions but they're all for herself Really, like she's not, she's not sleeping with Warren for Joe or no. for Jerry or for her future. <laughs> she, she, she's doing it because in this moment she wants it. Yeah. She needs this thing for whatever reason. She, she wants it. Because if she took a second to think about her husband and son, she wouldn't have made those decisions. Yeah. And he wouldn't have made those decisions to go fight the fire if he thought about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, maybe it's like a, like a foreshadowing for the fact that 
maybe Warren's intentions to his mother aren't that he he doesn't love her, he doesn't want to be with her. Well, clearly by seeing the other woman. <laughs> other woman, exa exactly, exactly. He's but just a player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out for himself. Which again, there's nothing wrong with that, but like maybe that's him talking about it. What, uh, what do you what did you think of her accent? <laughs> I thought it was fine. I didn't think I didn't think anything about it. Yeah, I, I, nothing nothing about it made me question or think her about her accent at all. Because I felt like she was trying to put on a very period accent, whereas he's just speaking normally. So I felt maybe there's a little bit. Well, of Jake, Jake yeah. Yeah, 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 which yeah. I thought was a little bit of a disparity, but. Like Jake, Jake Hill was my least favorite of the yeah. three of the three. Mm -hmm. um, Although he, uh, <laughs> the, the the scene when he finds out that he's she's having an affair and he's like starts his like building up boil, boil, boil yeah. whatever it is he says um, he says oh he says I think he says Joe said oh what a wild life it is and obviously that's the title of the book uh, in the screening I was in uh, a guy two seats down from me leaned into his girlfriend and went that's the title of the film. <laughs> I was like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Wonderful. And in the book, it's the mother who yeah, yeah. who talks about. The I should I should have let that over. Actually, you find this interesting. The book, the uh, the mother actually says it. <laughs> it's the mother who says yeah. this line in the book. I mean, I don't know if the line actually needs to even be spoken. Totally, we yeah. understand what, what the wild life is. It, I do. I do like in the. In the film, in the one scene where they're, and again, this this shows you something about Joe's character. He's the only person at the when the schools gathered on the hill, looking at the wildfires, yes. he taught about them. He's very studiously writing everything down, and, and she bends over to him and, and yes. don't need to take notes. Yeah, don't need to go. <laughs> because if you're thinking about the fire, mm -hmm. you know it's, the fire's already there yeah, before yeah, you can yeah. do anything about it. Yeah. And then we see. In his personal life, yeah. it's the very same thing. Mm -hmm. That they're they're going to be there's going to be a fire, but it's going to be from what your parents yeah. create from that, and it's going to be just as disastrous and dangerous as a natural fire. I think yeah. that's a, it's a terrible scene when she takes him out to the fire to oh. see and kind of. Yeah. yeah. Smash his face into. See yeah. what your father's doing. You yeah. See what your father's doing. There, there's, there's a, there's a moment just, in the film which isn't in the book. I don't. Oh, I think, think. it's better in the book. Maybe actually that scene. Oh, there's, there's a bit when before before they get there and he's out of the car when they drive past the camp and, yeah. and he's trying to oh, say, he, could we, could we, we could look for dad, dad to see if he's here? And she's like, no, no, no. And immediately after that, um, the the guys off to the camp uh, pick up what I assume is a dead body under a tarp. To move off, and in that moment, um, uh, you see Jerry looking at it, and like in that moment, is he wondering, could that be my dad? Could it already be too yeah. late? Could like you're saying we haven't got time to see him, but maybe he's dead? Like this is like a dangerous thing he's come to do. Um, I thought that was like a nice moment. You get Joe has many more nice moments like that where you can see he's thinking about things outside of what his mother and father are clearly concerned about, which I think is... And when his mother doesn't bother answering the phone, yeah. he answers it yeah. later, because yeah, he really yeah, does yeah. want to talk to his dad, and yeah. she sort of dismissed him already. Yeah, she yeah. already has given up on... As, so, as, so, kind of as soon as he floats the idea, she's, like, written... I feel like she kind of wishes he would die, almost. <laughs> 
Like just that he you would disappear, like like she can just hit her life would be break. easier if like yeah. it gave her an excuse because, like you say, like divorce is like a taboo thing at this point. Yeah. She, she, it's easier for her to be a widow than it is to be a and divorce. And they never maybe. say divorce though. I feel like they maybe only separated. They never actually got divorced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they went through the whole yeah the paperwork process for that. What are you looking at? Uh, there was um. Who's the guy who plays Warren? I've never heard of him before. I recognized him from yeah. something. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can IMDB him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did a really good job. I, I, I think the, ca- the casting is amazing. I don't know who. Yes. Um, he is an actor called Bill Camp. Yes, I do know him. Um, oh, he was in um, the TV series The Night Of a few years ago, okay. which I think is where I recognize him from. I um, which, which series? Uh, the Night Of. Um, oh, the night of the night with Riz Ahmed. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. I never um, watched that. I can't say anything else that I'm. He's been in lots and lots of stuff, but nothing I'm. Nothing else I'm familiar with at a glance. But I thought I thought he was fantastic, actually. The casting is. I wonder if it's it the people who did the casting. I always find that interesting as well. Um, uh, it's people who did Sweet Bitter, Carol, Olive Kittredge, like HBO-esque things. What produced the film? Well, no, the casting people. Oh, the casting Carol, people. Carol. Okay. Um, so very, like, Mildred Pierce, that type of thing. It makes sense. It was very, very impressive at, at Oxford. Do you think... They're going to be able to push any of them for Oscars or any sort of awards. The it might be too small of a. I think it's powerful enough. Yeah, it's powerful, but I don't think it'll be seen by enough. It's not a big enough academy. But maybe adapted screenplay. Oh, it could be. And it's too subtle. But so powerful. Quiet. I thought there's some. I know. I felt like. Even in those really quiet, tense moments, I felt it was more powerful than a lot of these flashy films. What you said too, I mean, I think when both of them, it it captured moments of rage that weren't expressed. That you just, it's kind of when you're angry to the point that you feel like inside your skin just kind of crawling and about, you know, you're just on the edge of just you feel like you're about to fly apart but you feel crazy yeah you do feel crazy and but you can't do anything but i feel like these actors are really able to portray those moments yeah which is uh, amazing and really shows how talented they were all were do you think it deserves to be nominated yeah i think so at least, like, maybe Screen Actors Guild Awards or something, you know, <laughs> even if it's, like, a third-tier award. But it, it, it feels too early, <laughs> feels too early for a, a, a UK release for an Oscar nom. <laughs> and, unfortunately, that's underperforming at the box office. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. people on Well, like, I, the reason I saw it at the Curzon Cinema was because I couldn't find a, an yeah. easier screening. Like, the Curzon Bloomsbury was my yeah. best option to see it. There was, like... There was three cinemas in the entirety of New York City that were screening it, yeah. which is, you know, a good thing. How long has it been out in the States, though? Has it been out there longer, maybe? Uh, Only about five weeks. Yeah, okay. it's still about the same time. And it's never 
at a large platform. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, the, the screen I saw it in was like an 18-seater. Yeah. So, really? yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was a super tiny... That's why I knew as soon as it arrived at Cineworld, I better see it the first... <laughs> because it was. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? that week, or yeah. the second week it went down to one showing at yeah. 9 o'clock. I was talking to Nat, and he said at the picture house they only had like a few screenings of it, and yeah. that was it, so... I mean, uh, despite the fact that it's got big name stars, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's like an easy sell for like a wider audience. Yeah. You know? And then when, if you were to get them in the audience, it would be too much hard work for them, I think. Yeah. Like, Essentially, I'm yeah. Bring it. A one, one and yeah. then out. And now. So yeah. we've got three more coming. Um, uh, I think it's a sort of film where if it did get um, award nods... It would get a second would, life. It would get a second life, definitely. I think people would seek out more. Um, there are, I, I, I know people who see films because there are awards oh, on that who wouldn't have seen them yeah. right. it, despite just it. Who, who may well have enjoyed factor. it regardless but wouldn't have see, seeken it out I think there's always I think in the Oscars they always put like one or two smaller film indie films as like a nod to mm. and it could maybe sneak in there I mean there's a lot of competition this year though yeah it's tough a bit I, I'd, I'd love to see um the boy played Joe get like a supporting actor nod. Yeah. I thought he was great. I thought Carrie Mulligan did amazing. I her performance was just outstanding. Yeah. Even if I don't agree with her accent. <laughs> <laughs> Have she? What are her other accents she does? I'm trying to think of like other films. American accent. Yeah. Then maybe it's less period than this. <laughs> What else has she been in there as she may have needed to do an accent? What's the next one film she's doing? Collateral. It's a miniseries. Okay. Suffragette, she would have been British. Mudbound? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, she had to play Southern. Yeah. From the Maddening Crap. No, she's probably British in that. She was American in that. That's a period American accent as well, Gatsby. Yeah. <laughs> Never let me go, yeah, British. British, British. And education, yeah, British. Yeah. I think she's fantastic. Has she won any Oscars? I feel like she's definitely someone who needs to be winning. She will one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, like, I like the fact Oscar nominated. Oh, what did she uh, for an education? Best okay. performance yeah. by an actress in a leading role. That was a role. really good film. She's great in it. That was her debut. Yeah. Okay. Or at least as a star. Yeah. That's a that's like her biggest role. Yeah. Biggest nomination. And she was nominated for a Golden Globe for the same role. Yeah. I always find her very interesting because she doesn't necessarily I'm to say she doesn't necessarily need to play likable characters, but no, she doesn't but you she still. doesn't feel the need to patronize an audience by being uh, excessively appealing. No, she she plays very. She's a characters who could be quite cold. Yeah, she's a great character actress in in, yeah. in that regard. The fact that she she kind of inhabits a person with flaws and yeah. and, and layers and depth and makes mistakes and like you, you she almost becomes more likable because of that because yes. she's not trying to make you like her or be anything she's not as a character. She's she's this this person. This is how she is. And right. And I think it really sets. I hope. I think Paul Dano has a lot of potential as well. If this is like her, I mean, in like a writing, directing, thing, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it is a very strong, tight yeah. film. I've never seen Ruby Sparks, but apparently yeah. it's very good. The, the first film that they... I heard a lot about it. Yeah. Did you see it? I saw it. I don't remember it very well. Okay. okay. <laughs> his next... That doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> well, his next really film, he's, TV, he's doing a TV miniseries, Escape at Denimore, Mora. But he's starring in it. Yeah. Uh, ben so he's Stiller directed. Actor, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's based on a book, isn't it? Hmm? Isn't it based on a book? Escape at Dallimore? It's a prison it story. It's a memoir. Uh, Benicio del Toro and Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Ben oh. Stiller directed all of them. Okay. Which is interesting. Uh, what about Zoe Kazan? Wasn't she in Girls? Maybe. Yes. She, she was, was in Ruby's Bonds. Yeah. Oh, she was, uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder why... Oh, in The Big Six, she was the... Oh, oh yes. yes. She's yes. the wife in it. She did a really good job in that. So why why would Paul Dano be... Attracted to Attracted this. to this particular piece that was written in 1990. Oh, yeah. she's in Buster Scruggs. <laughs> she's actually very good at I hated that film so much. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, yeah, I... I I can, I can see. I could see. I mean, I could see why someone would be attracted to to adapt it and, and do a film with it. There's lots. There's lots about it that like works well on film and would be a compelling reason to to make it. But I, I have no idea why people kind of. Well, I think. I think also it's a group as a millennial. It, it is a great precursor to what most modern family dynamics are to these so-called broken homes, but just sort of parents not necessarily being just these parental figureheads and showing that they're human and mm. you can still be human as a parent. You don't need to necessarily have these perfect families. And I'm sure, you know, I don't know the Kazan and Paul Dano's family dynamics, but the fact they probably connected with in seeing the end of these cookie cutter families and letting people kind of choose their own paths and how they're going to live. Maybe it's as simple as he's an actor yeah. turned director, and like there's a lot of meat to these characters. Like you could, if you get if you get three good actors like yeah. they they did for the movie, there's a lot you can give them to yeah. work with and play with and, and, and bring to the screen. So they must be a, a, a appealing prospects, and like there's a lot to, as a director, a lot to want in that as well. To want to be able to direct these people in these tense moments and these bigger moments. Inexpensive. Inexpensive. Yeah. Well, in theory, like you have a very small cast, not a big set. Period piece though, immediately makes it exponentially more expensive. I mean, those expensive. homes probably still exist now. Those are probably not necessarily. Yeah, but set they, but those cars and. But like to the point where there was a moment when they're when they're driving, and this makes me feel like an idiot. But I was like, it looks it, this could easily be the 1960s. But I'm like, that, that, does that road look too modern? <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? There was a moment where I was like, does that look like a 2018 road? Is that it? Um, and it's fine. I didn't. I didn't. I feel like those cars them, are probably more easily found than you think, though, in the states. Having yeah, maybe sort maybe, of people yeah. love their vintage cars. I feel like it probably wasn't necessarily that expensive a film. We can look it up. What's let's, the budget? Let's find out. I mean, it wasn't a huge advertising, obviously. Well, hopefully it wasn't. It was, it was inexpensive. It, it could have very easily been a very fussy film, production-wise, yeah. by trying to get all of the furnishings and the home yeah. and um, the school. But something really works with the concentration of the acting that you—it's almost effortlessly you're pulled into the period yeah. and the 
characteristics. Because it's, so it's their home, you have Warren's home, which isn't necessarily period, it's kind of just an old-fashioned home. You have the school, which kind of still looks like a school now. Mm-hmm. You have, you're like outside, you're in like the bar and diner, which are all like not necessarily... But basically, there are some towns in America which look like, yeah. in remote locations that look like I think they that I think they didn't ago. have to do anything to that town when they did that wide shot of it. I bet it probably looks like that whatever town they found for it. Yeah, I thought the location was beautiful. Actually. Oh, I thought yeah. it was an incredible location. Colorado, I feel like something. Yeah, looks like that. And even even framed what we then came to know was a wildfire beautifully. Yeah. Like it well, was. Uh, you know, it was really part I was incredibly surprised at how much they, they showed of that. I, I really thought we were going to get that glint in his I eye. I have a feeling that's probably shots of an actual wildfire because I mean, be. when I lived in New Mexico, we had wildfires constantly that, that looked just like that. Terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. And I, we, we used to sit on our patio and watch the helicopters come over the mountains and drop the buckets of water onto the fire. I mean, it's so, yeah. And it's so, especially, it's so relevant now as California is dealing with. Oh, uh, yeah, I thought, I, I was surprised. Like, I mean, it's. the timing. Yeah, I was really surprised there wasn't more of a, like, maybe a desire to, like, release it later or, like, not have it so, like. I mean, I, I guess, like, it is a, an important part of the book and the movie and a big. a big deal, but. Yeah. I guess it is, like, a superfluous thing to the actual plot, like. The father leaving to go fight it is important, but, but it's him leaving that's important. It's not the fact that it's the wildfire. Like, that's just like a thing that's going on around them. Like it is. I do like that the house itself looks like a temporary lodging. Yeah, they mm, they had yeah. really decorated yeah, there or was personalized. Nothing personalized yet. The the yard was barren. Yeah, and it was a big yard. And then yeah. the house itself looked like it had been popped up like it was like <laughs> cardboard walls almost like it felt very like that which is why I think when you see at least when you see Warren's house and it's like it's two stories and it's got this porch it yeah. feels infinitely more grand yeah 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 exactly yeah and he's got things and trinkets and stuff everywhere and it feels like this is his home he lives it and it's like the way he sits in the home as well makes it feel much yeah. more like he's he's at home whereas they feel like they, they sit on ceremony a bit in their little house like mm. they're playing house rather they're playing, than yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. playing they house. are playing I think that's the <laughs> playing house and then it kind of falls apart you can only play for so long <laughs> there's nothing to support it yeah. or hold it in place it's going to collapse yeah. I do I, I, that said, I do think the final passage in the book is really beautifully oh, written. Yes. I but mean, I, I think Richard Ford is an amazing yeah, he's, writer. Yeah, he's, he's a very observant, and very Ameri- Americana yeah, yeah. author. You definitely yes. get a feel of that. Because there was, like, obviously there was, like, the nod to the politics of the period as well, like Nixon. And yeah, was yeah. In the sh- kind of, and I think that was an ode to the shifting dynamics of the family unit as well as the shift in politics that was happening at that moment. And just how everything was slowly kind of moving away and that foundation of what people knew was kind of disappearing. Yeah, yeah. It's a great time of change, and they're kind of being swept along a little bit. Yeah, because it's not, and it's also it was great because it wasn't like the hippie '60s. It was still period yeah. who were very much 
you know, in they were they were a 1950s family. I think Gratefuls took a long yeah. time to get yeah. hippies. <laughs> I know. <There> was a, <laughs> and it, right? and yeah. I think it was great because it was in a small town rather than being in a big city. It would have been a completely different well, of story. Course, yeah, it yeah. yeah, would have shifted yeah. the sensibility completely. And it was a, a, a glimpse at sort of small town America as well. And it was it was a study in miniature. Yeah. And I think that Paul Dano, when he adapted it, kept it very much a chamber yeah. Yeah, piece. Does and he trusted say enough the year? that there was. Do you know the year? I think right at the start, I'm sure someone mentions. A year. Because they're, the, they're watching. In the book like, it's 1960. Yes. Yeah. So, because in the film, you see him watching TV and he's watching, like, Leave it to Beaver type of thing. And in school, I don't know if they say anything. They're like. I suppose that they they have music on. The mums listen to the radio. Yeah. I suppose that dates it. But again, you're, you're having to, like, know the dates of these songs yeah. to, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. to know it. So it's still I, I, the early 60s. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's supposed to be like indistinct. It's not supposed to be a specific, but it is like end of 1950s, early 1960s. Yeah, which is like a fascinating period. Yeah. And we're far away from Madison Avenue and the world <laughs> of Mad Men <laughs> in this particular. And you don't have location. anything about like civil rights and any of those sort of politics and what was going on in Watergate. Yeah, it's almost very different. But again, that. You know, we're, we're talking about a small town yeah. that if it had any black population, it's probably segregated. Yeah. Well, you, the only bit was them talking about Native Americans. And and yeah, was, I mean, yeah. There, there it was a much more of a... Yeah. There, I'm sure there's settlements all around yeah, yeah, yeah. the town and the tensions are probably... The town felt like a settlement, almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. There is this wilderness yeah. still like untamed around it, yeah. which is great. I don't think it had been found by anyone outside of his <laughs> family who yeah, decided to yeah, move there. Exactly, Probably yeah. everyone else who... It's very like their frontier, their wild westy thing. All of yeah. their lives through successive generations. So yeah. it's not... It wasn't probably the most progressive mm. place. And it just showed too that I'm not sure that he had purpose of how he chose his locations either. Mm-hmm. No. No. He just... Went where the work was. Yeah, probably yeah. went where, where work was. Yeah, he just uh, yeah, because he was probably like following like where a golf course was that he could have found work. It didn't yeah, really yeah. matter if it was big. City it feels like that he's just being like dragged through America. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> she's furious there by Canada. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't want. And, to, I and want she had very dutifully, even though it was against what her wishes were, yeah. followed him because that's what, what, it what it she yeah. thought was yeah. the way to be happy. Yeah. And then quickly found out that yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad we've ended on like a book and film that we all like and I really enjoyed. I'm happy yeah. I read it. Like I would again, another one I would not have read on my own, even if I saw the film. Oh no, I'm I'm happy that I've read and seen all the things we've we've discussed. Like yeah. even though I haven't liked as much, it's been like interesting and nice seeing things I wouldn't have normally in like yeah. surprising yourself. And surprise myself with things I've liked less than I expected yeah. to, and vice versa. And, yeah, definitely. And just, yeah, I'm glad that this... Because I feel like this film could have easily fallen under our radar. Because mm. there are, like, bigger and flashier ones that we could have done, but this is sort of an interesting one. And I, I thought it was the, the rare case thus far in the history of this book club, book and film club, where we found 
uh, I found almost equal footing between. Oh yeah. Uh, the, this this for me might be the only movie that added things which added yeah. to, to the, the yeah. story yeah. rather than detracting from what yeah. the, the they, book was they doing. They were very thoughtful choices. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and. Un- unlike the hate you give, which yeah. I also liked, it wasn't really just almost a carbon copy. copy. Yes. Exactly. That exactly. just followed. Yeah, yeah. And it also books. avoided the sort of like Hollywood tropes as well, because a lot, a lot of the problem with a lot of bigger films we saw was like, oh, it's trying to turn into this, you know, happily ever after Hollywood formulaic yeah. story. Yeah. Well, like the, the 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 movie almost gave us a less happy ending than the book yeah. did, on some levels, yeah. you know. Yes, it did actually. Yeah. Almost a less of a Hollywood end because it didn't need to tidily. Yeah, we, we didn't. We didn't need up. to have the family together again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the the movie was happy to end. To, the movie was content to say these people have changed fundamentally. That's enough of a reason for right. the story. Yeah. Right. The the point isn't necessarily that they have to come back together. No. Yeah. And the unit is yeah. is uh, salvaged. Yeah. They're that, all still okay. And they're all yeah okay. Oh, what was the point in the book and in the film where it's uh, the father says sometimes it feels like this is your whole life, like you can't get out of the moment. Yeah. But in the book, it shows you know once you are out of moment, you still have your life to go on. Like that moment is not your defining. Right. The end all, which I thought was great. Yeah, and maybe the Joe in the novel is unable to do that, whereas the Joe in the film, yeah, we're, we're given much, we're given much do that. more yeah. of an idea that he will, yeah, yeah. surmount that. He'll go on to have his wife. Oh, you guys are so great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank we you. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.